But uh, the herbicide Roundup is also sprayed on some non-GM crops. Uh, for example, uh, much of the wheat grown in the U.S., maybe 80, 85 percent from what I've read. So many people might know that. They might be avoiding a GM crop, thinking they're going organic, but in, in fact they're not. They would still be exposed to the Roundup and the glyphosate. Why, why are these non-GM crops sprayed with these, with these products? No, the reason is quite clear. It's, it's, it increases a little bit the safety margin for farmers. So the idea is to uh, kill the crop more rapidly. Normally a grain crop you would, uh, after it seeds, you let the crop dry out before, it harvest, before you harvest it. And this takes a few weeks or some finite period of time. And if you can kill the crop very rapidly, um, with Roundup or other you know, herbicides, then um, this speeds up the process and it reduces the risk of rain and mold and this type of thing. So, so it's obviously not necessary. We've had 10,000 years of agriculture without this, but the, they found this is another way. I mean, the, the main goal of these companies is to sell their poisons, right? And this is the history of these, most of these biotech companies that produce the seeds is, is their chemical companies and the idea is to sell these chemicals. So this was another way to do it. And what's surprising to me when I talk to people, most people are not aware of this. And so essentially any grain crop in that, that's not only here, but in Europe and other places, and you know things like sugarcane, South America, Central America. These these crops are sprayed before harvest with Roundup or something similar to kill them. And this is certainly at the present time the highest source of exposure to glyphosate. So as you're aware, I mean there there you can now measure glyphosate in your urine. It's in the foods. People are starting to publicize this. There's mm -hmm. information out there. It was basically difficult and somewhat, you know, people didn't, the, there was a lot of social pressure not to, not to publicize this. But mm -hmm. now, now that there's public access to being able to get your urine measured, people are realizing it. Essentially, there's this massive contamination of humanity, at least in the, the you know, the Europe and the United States. Mm -hmm. Essentially, everybody has got this in their blood, in their body at quite high levels. And that's uh, much less, about tenfold less in Europe and the United States, but even, um, you know, like myself, I had myself tested and, you know, I have a, a like a fourfold over the European limit that's in their drinking water, like mm -hmm. 0.4 parts per billion, which is tenfold lower than the, uh, than the US, than the US mm -hmm. thing. So, so um, basically everybody has this in their, in their system. And it's, a, it's probably the most massive chemical contamination of the human population ever, I would say, much worse than DDT or any of these other things. So the question is whether that's relevant or not. And this has been the big issue you know, in, the, in the, this debate is whether these low levels of uh, glyphosate are, which have been shown to be toxic and probably probable carcinogenic, whether these lower levels are uh, significant, and I think that another paper by Michael Antonou, um, his English scientist, shows that this is in fact the case because he looked at rats which are exposed to very low levels of uh, Roundup, and 
these rats developed a, a, a fatty liver disease, which is a precursor to liver cancer. And if you look at the American population, about 50% of these um, of Americans have this non-alcoholic form of fatty liver disease. And, you know, whether, and this has increased recently, along with liver cancer, the last 20 years, and it's much higher in this areas in the United States where they do a lot of That's farming. That's so, interesting. But what's interesting from a scientific point of view, so when science, you like to know the, the end result of the, the sort of the, the observation, whether a drug works or not, but you like to know how it works. And so what was really nice about this Michael's study and it was followed up by something which he didn't know about from what I understand. Another study where they actually found the target, the molecular target for the uh, brown, for glyphosate. And this target turned out to be an enzyme in liver that um, breaks down fat. So like the, this glyphosate uh, inhibits this enzyme and that produces uh, accumulation of fat in the liver of these animals. And so you have a observation of a toxicity, you have the molecular mechanism, and it, it seems to me this would be an extremely strong argument about the toxicity of glyphosate.